<laughs> Smoking that caffeine, baby. That's right. I'm <clears throat> trying to get all of the caffeine in my system I possibly can. There it fucking goes again, man. Fucking Christ. Do you need to take a break? No, no, I don't need the. I just turn on the other light. It's not a big deal. It's just a, it's just a wee bit annoying. I don't know why it's not working. Yeah, some kids in other countries don't even have one light. Okay, that's, yeah. I mean, that's that's a that's a really it's a really good point. I didn't even think about it that way. It puts things in perspective. Really smart, really intelligent point you just made right there. Yeah, I don't know if you can tell, but I watch Rick and Morty. <laughs> Morning. Welcome to Don't Be the Artist. I'm Hagen. I'm Dave. And I'm Jackson, and we're going to find out pretty quickly if it was a bad idea for me to get Boba right before this episode. And is it, am I going to be uh, chewing through uh, half of this episode? We'll find that out pretty quick. That's exciting. I just shoved a bunch of pizza in my mouth before this episode, and my uh, I can feel the heartburn already, but it's worth it. <laughs> That's probably fair. Um, but the, the true thing is uh true reason we're here is to find out how tired the three of us are and that's because we were all very busy this weekend hell album was so busy he could, didn't even bother to show up <laughs> listen we I, we all had we all had so much stuff going on i think i think it'd be most productive if maybe we we take turns and 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 say some things we've done recently I'll go first. I dyed my hair. Yes, Jackson, I lied to you whenever you joined the Zoom call that it was a lighting thing. I dyed my hair, you fucking moron. That doesn't feel very nice. It was one of the first <laughs> things I said. Like, that's the ideal. It wouldn't have gotten better for any time I cut my hair. No one can tell because my hair is so curly. So what I did for you was the ideal scenario, and you just spit in my face. Wait, did you, did you believe him that it was a lighting thing? Yeah. But that's, you know what, Hagen? That's because we trust you and you broke uh, sure, that sure. trust. Sure, sure, sure. I, I, you know what? I will own that I broke the fucking trust. The, the, the funniest thing is that, is that he, he, he said, like, he, he thought it was lighting and then he said it looked good. And I was like, oh my God. <laughs> so nice. Ugh. Yeah. I told him, like, hey, uh, I'm not saying you need to go out and do this right now, but like, if you ever consider doing that, maybe you should do that. That's oh. an option for you. Just salt on the wound. As I said, like I, I nailed that for someone who was in a situation where like Hagen was trying to like fuck me over. I wasn't uh, you, honestly. I was not trying to fuck you over. You said that, and it just clicked in my brain instantly that I'm not going to correct you and just wait until this very moment. Well, hey, happy birthday, Hagen. Go fuck yourself. Yeah, what's you, going you, on with that? You fucking think that I'm a Gemini? You think that I'm a fucking Gemini, you piece oh of shit? Oh, my God. <laughs> it's Andy's birthday. Anytime Andy does anything like this, uh, it's his birthday. So for our listeners, our old co-host, uh, rest in peace, Andy. Uh, Andy's not dead. <laughs> oh, I don't know why God. I said that. Uh, he, <laughs> oh, no. He started posting happy birthday to Hagen on social medias, and he... That as soon I know Hagen's birthday because it's very close to my partner's, so it's really easy for me to remember. And I was like, no, that's definitely not right. So it's immediately like that game Among Us, like, oh no, this is sus, Andy. It's your birthday. I know that now. Mm. But it is, but it is not Andy's birthday. Okay, well then I'm wrong. So what happened? So what happened was is um, unrelated. I had posted something on my Instagram story that was a screenshot of my calendar yesterday. And my calendar said, 
you have no more events for the rest of the day. So I posted that screenshot on my story and I said, really? Like, are, are, oh my, do you promise? And then I got a response oh. from someone that said, happy birthday. <laughs> and I was like, what? And then I said, thank you. And they were like, oh, it actually is your birthday. Cool. And I was like, no, it's not. So then I come out in the living room and Andy's like, happy birthday. And I'm like, what's, what? What? <laughs> and I, so I told him about the Instagram message I got. And he was like, no fucking shit. Totally unrelated. They both just messaged, they both tell me happy birthday as a, as a fucking whatever joke. And then Andy ran, runs with it for now two days, has made two posts on Instagram saying happy birthday. What are you going to do for day two? Wow. <laughs> ridiculous. Well, that's weird. I thought your uh, birthday was the same as mine. So, uh, and this is where you say happy birthday, Michael. Yeah, me and Dave are wearing a similar colored shirt. We are. It's more interesting. Which makes up for the time that I told you guys to wear a black a black shirt and blue jeans for the one of the quarantine videos and forgot about it. Oh yeah. <laughs> and now so I I think which which song is it? I can't remember. I can't remember. I'll look, I'll look it up. And I just realized I also I complimented Dave's hair cuz Dave has curly hair when it's longer, but he's got it pretty short right now. And I said, Dave, you have like a perfect Superman curl right now. He has the, yeah, the Clark Kent, the Clark Kent curl. It's so good. I think I'm being really attentive and nice because I spent my whole weekend with one of the nicer people and more level-headed people I know in this world. And that, that, that is Brack Cantrell who he's been on the show, but also, um, I know him as the guy who, uh, Frequently, we collaborate as a band moniker. So I spent my whole weekend finishing. I, I hardly recorded. It was mostly mixing with Brack. You did some percussion. I did. We were trying to summon Tom Waits. Uh, do you guys know the the little percussion instrument? I don't know. Brack called it about four different things throughout uh, the a whole. A tambourine. No. <laughs> um, I, know, I know you're a guitar player, but. He called it uh, goat toes, and that's the one I'm sticking with. It's like a bunch of walnut, like dried walnut shells on strings all clumped together, and it has they're attached to a stick, and you kind of just like jam it onto your hand. Yeah. You guys know that one? Yep. Hagen, do you know what that's called? Uh, the video that Dave was referring to earlier was Cloudy Sunny Day by the band Moniker. Yeah. Uh, the, the, uh, the, uh, what's it called? So it's the picture on the YouTube video before you click it. That's a thumbnail. Uh, the thumbnail is Jackson in a black shirt and blue jeans. Dave in the middle with, I think, the same shirt he's wearing right now, this <laughs> yeah. green shirt, and then me with a black shirt. No, I don't know what that instrument is called. Um, I also love that Dave basically just vibed you by calling it a tambourine. Like, look at this fucking jazz education, bitch. <laughs> Don't worry. As to get Dave back for that, as I said, Brack is one of the nicer people I know. But man, Dave, you were the butt of the jokes all weekend and you weren't even there. So, gotcha, bitch. Can you can you say the jokes? Can you yeah, tell me some of the them? jokes. No. Tell me some of the jokes, Jackson. That. Tell me no, some of the jokes. Closed doors. Okay, okay, okay. I spent Whoa. my whole weekend working on that. Uh, yeah, so goat toes. I think if you look at that percussion instrument, you would understand why it's called goat toes. I think it makes complete sense. I don't even know if that would come up. So the long joke was we were trying to get uh, 
Tom Waits to show up. We were doing like a seance for him, even though okay. you know, he's still alive. The first, the, I type in Goat Toes on Google, and the the next result is Goat Toes Percussion. Yeah, yeah. that's uh, Dude, I'm getting the same thing right now. It's uh, the Nutshell Shaker. Uh, it, it's called um, cha, cha, Chachas, but it's C-H-A-J and then C-H-A-S. Yeah. Oh. Or Chapchas. It, it's the type of thing that you see being performed by a percussionist that you're an auxiliary percussionist that you're just like, ah, that's really stupid. They bought that and they're going to use once. But as I said, it's very similar to what, uh, people would consider, uh, that, uh, new Orleans kind of, um, I hate to say it, but that like kind of voodoo aesthetic sound. And then obviously Tom Waits. So I apologize if that is uh, a non sensitive thing to say, uh, about, that music but that's kind of what it sounds like um it was really fun to play with it was one of those things that you look at and you're like ah you're never gonna use that and then you start playing with it and you're like this is the fucking shit it's so fun and be on the lookout for the new moniker ep goat toes i also used a uh clave yeah which i learned how to use properly um so a clave for most people you've heard it it just sounds like two wooden blocks hitting each other but kind of at a higher pitch and so it literally that's it's two wooden blocks that look like pills like elongated pills and so you hold one as like a drumstick that you're hitting the other one but if you hold the other one like a regular grip you get a bad sound out of it because i guess it doesn't have a chance to vibrate so brack had to show me he like took my hands and just showed me Basically, you hold one like you're holding a hot dog, like your hands are the buns, and then you put the clave right there, and then you hit it like that. And you have to have this nice balancing act, because if you're hitting it, it could fall out of your hand. So that's what this whole episode's going to be about. Can we name this episode Hot Dogs and Goat Toes? Yeah. I'll, I'll do that. I'll send that to Adam, because even though album didn't show up, I will send that to him and uh, put that in the drive. Because that's going to be the type of thing that's really going to throw him off. It won't understand what to do with that. <laughs> oh, I just imagine Brack showing you how to use the clave. And it's like in the movie Ghost. <laughs> no, that's exactly what it felt like. Brack is so patient <laughs> with me. He's such a he's such a Swayze. Yeah, the first thing when I showed up. Uh, I was like, hey, man, I'm thinking about starting composting. He didn't even let me get into the house. He walked me around the side yard to take me straight to his composting piles and showed me exactly how he's been composting. That dude's backyard is like a complete garden. It's amazing. Hey, hey, Brack, your backyard is like a garden. (laughs) (laughs) Now I'm making the jokes. I can keep going, but uh, Dave, why don't you pepper in what you've been doing this weekend? Because, you know, Hagen's been so busy dyeing his hair. <laughs> uh, I moved. I moved to a different house, and it, and I also played gigs, and I also taught. So, Where'd you move? Uh, my address is... <laughs> I'm not going to do that. I'd be, I'd be worried you wouldn't bleep it out. <laughs> but yeah, so if you can hear, if it sounds like I'm in an empty room, it's because I kind of am. How was moving? It was brutal. It's like 
I think it was 103 yesterday. Degrees. Oh, Jesus. Fuck. That might not be accurate, but it felt like it. And I think I looked it up, Dave, and it was 99, but it felt like it was 108 degrees because of the UV humidity. index and then the humidity. Yeah, I was dying. We had a U-Haul. Uh, Hagen graciously gave me an early morning and uh, or late morning, early afternoon, some help, some assistance, and I knew he was the strongest person in the band and on the show, but I really found it out uh, in this experience. Because I tried to lift a filing cabinet. I had two filing cabinets. I tried to lift one, and I and I couldn't. Hagen had already taken the first one. So I was like, oh, I'm going to do that too. And I was in front of my wife and mother-in-law, and I was like, I'm going to lift this filing cabinet. And I went to pick it up, and I got a proper technique and everything. You know, I was using my legs, and I just couldn't barely even get it off the ground. And so we tried to put it on a dolly. And we got it out towards the steps, and then it was like, "This is too, this is too difficult. We're gonna cut it. We're gonna ruin the walls and stuff trying to get out the door." So strongman over here just hulks it up and puts it in the back of the U-Haul like a beast, and made me look like a not a beast in front of my my wife and in-law. None of that was an intention of mine. Uh, right. Let's let's make that super clear. You winked that- at my wife. Okay. That that is unrelated. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 I we walk in the room and and we're like we we only have a few things left on this trip, and uh, uh, like to load the U-Haul up, and they say there's these two filing cabinets. They're heavy and they're filing cabinets that like go up to my knee. They're not very tall. Like so, I was like they can't be that heavy. They could be heavy, but so I picked up the first one and they said that the one I picked up was the heaviest one. And yeah, because it was full of tools. It's, there's but, no files in it. We tricked you. But it wasn't well, the heaviest Dave, you should have gotten out of the filing cabinet if he was trying to lift it. Don't leave <laughs> things full of tools. Oh, my God. You, that was a good joke. Man, nice. You got him. You burned me. <laughs> incredible. This episode is great. Really incredible work here. I feel we are, great. I mean, honestly, uh, we are geniuses. We are experts <laughs> at this craft. So I, I picked up the filing cabinet and uh, I, like that one wasn't the heaviest one. And all I hear as I'm walking out the front door is just like cackling from the room because his wife and, and mother-in-law were laughing at him. It's so mean. It's so mean. <laughs> I, like I was trying to be strong about it and it just didn't work. So I thought, I, you know, if honestly, I probably could have if I wasn't worried about hurting my back. Mm-hmm. But I am not an athletic person, and, you know, Hagen is. Sometimes. This uh, this weekend, I also had a similar thing where uh, my partner was mean to me about something and hurt my feelings. So don't worry. I have been growing out my sideburns, and... Um, it's, the only, it's the only way he'll ever get chops. Exactly. There you go. Sick burn. Zing! <laughs> So I've been growing out my sideburns, and right now the facial hair look that I like is clean-shaven everywhere except for my sideburns and my mustache. My partner, she loves the mustache. She's like, that's the best. Don't shave it. It's totally cool to clean-shave everywhere else. Like, you can do whatever you want with your body, but I recommend you don't shave your your mustache. So I was like, cool. I will take that, and I'll run with it. But I was like, I'm going to add my own little flavor. So I left the uh, sideburns on, and... She does not like them, and she has made that very clear. 
And typically she's nice about it. She'll say something like, it's just like, oh, it's just not for me. I mean, you can keep it, but I, I'm not a huge fan of it. I, then one day, I think after a very long day at work, uh, she just like, I don't know what broke her, but she was all like, yeah, the sideburns look fucking terrible. And it cut <laughs> to my soul. It cut. And I like was like, oh, that really hurt. Because I kept making jokes of like, oh, I'm, uh, you know, I'm trying to go for the real big fish vibe. I want people to look at me and be like, oh, Ska's not dead. So this weekend I'm having uh, dinner with Brack and his girlfriend and unprompted Brack just looks at me and just says, you know, man, I've been meaning to tell you this since you got here, but I love what you're doing with your facial hair. And I was just so excited. So... You know, a bit one for me and one for her. Your headphones are covering. I want to see the sideburns now. No, it's nothing exciting. Oh, but come on, what? man! Uh, I don't even know if you can oh. tell. Oh, I can. Yeah, that looks so good. Yeah. Can you actually tell, or are you just uh, bigging this up because I no, I can tell. No. Hair? no, no, you I can, can actually tell. see it. And I would say that and, uh, this is not meant to be a dig, genuinely, but it's less of a Ska's not dead vibe and more of a James Hetfield vibe. But, I, you know, that's good, too. It's James Setfield in his prime. Brack said that it was more like a young Getty Lee. Yeah, okay, totally, yeah. Either way, either way, it's all good. You have, you have three really great choices to work with there. It's pretty, pretty neat. Speaking of Getty Lee, that reminds me of the, uh, the series finale, I think. I hope just the season finale of From Cradle to Stage with, was with uh, Getty Lee and his mother. Mm. What is that? It's a show... The one that Dave Grohl's doing because his mother, Virginia, released... Is it Her name's Virginia, right? Yeah. Yeah, she released a book. She wrote and released a book called From Cradle to Stage, and they've turned it into a show, and it's wonderful. I thought her name was Dave Grohl's mom, Grohl. Dave Grohl's mom, Grohl? <laughs> yeah. Hey, what's up? This is my mom, Dave Grohl's mom, Grohl. Say that, say that five times fast. Five, that five times fast. <laughs> so angry. Bazinga. <laughs> Dave Grohl's mom girl. 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 Nice. All right. All right. All right. I didn't yeah, think Dave work. could count above four. Oh, um, he just counted to four and then and then did a bar of one. I have my four plus two. My four plus two string here. <laughs> I forgot. I was. We were trying to figure out the uh, the time signature of something this uh, weekend, and I told the person. I said. This, uh, you know, everything's in 4-4 if you're not a nerd. And they laughed, and they said, no, the way I like to think about it is that if you look at the top number, that's how much percentage of the music you're about to listen to is music. So 4-4 is 100% music, 3-4 is 75% music, and here's the kicker, 5-4 is 125% music. So that's real special. I wish I had cricket sounds. <laughs> did you see the did you see the 4/4 thing you said? The 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 sorry, not the 4/4, but the counting makes you a nerd thing. Did you, did you see a meme? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No. All right. Okay, most of great. what I do is a regurgitated meme. All right. Yeah, cuz <laughs> I I was like you said that out loud and I was like I think I read that meme this weekend. I'm probably on <laughs> our math rock. Uh, probably was on band memes suck or whatever 666 Instagram page that is. <laughs> I'm not, I, that's not, that's the real name. 
I don't think it's the, band memes suck, but or is hey, it just band? Is we'll, it just band we'll memes? Six six six. Let's get them on for an interview. Hagen, did you do anything this band weekend? Six six six. Band band memes six six six. That's what it is. Uh, I uh, saw a old guest of the show and my best friend from from uh, childhood. Alex came in town. Big surprise. It's helping helping Dave move, and I get a phone call. Right at, shortly after you FaceTime me, and I was very confused. I was like, why is everyone calling me right now? Um, but so Alex is in town, got to see Alex. It was amazing. Stayed up way too late, just chatting. And uh, I taught, and I played a gig, and I was it – was, it, was, it was a fun gig. I, 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 I was mad, but I, I won't go into the details as to why I was mad right now. Uh, but we play, we, I think we played really well, and it was a really fun crowd. I think the weirdest thing is that – like remembering that people like live music and who knows how quickly that will die out. But the past two or like even some of the cover band stuff I've done, but the two like original bands that have, have gigged recently in the past two weeks, the, the crowds have been insane. They've been absolutely like just so attentive. Everyone's like filming everything. Like it's like people want to be here. This is so cool. Yeah. I actually took a break from moving to go watch your set and it was really, really good. Thank I could you. I could sense that something weird was going on towards the end, but uh, like you said, we won't get into it. Yeah, yeah, we we, we don't we don't have to. I'm sure it's because Hagen brought outside food into the bar. <laughs> <sighs> Are we going there? God damn it, man! You, let's get him riled up, Jackson. Yeah. So I um uh <laughs> we were out um bar hopping in deep Ellum. Oh, so we just went to one bar in deep Ellum, and then we were like does anyone want to go somewhere else maybe a little more a little quieter and we went to this other bar that i won't name and uh we walk in it's like this the vibe of the bar is kind of like it could be really nice cocktails but also you can get cheaper stuff it's it's a, it's a nice vibe um and we're sitting outside and one of our friends gets hungry so the kitchen's closed at the place so they walk a couple couple doors down to get some pizza and bring the pizza back. They eat the pizza. Cut to 150. Bar's about to close. He's picking up our glasses. And he and he picks up the pizza box. And he says, well, you know, there's no outside food or drink. And we're all at the table like, I'm so sorry. Like, I, we, we really didn't know. And he's like, you know, we're all apologizing. And he picks up the box and then turns around and goes, bet you fucking knew. We're like, oh. <laughs> what? So I go inside. I'm going to order one more drink and close my tab. And I walk in and I say, I'm, I'm, I'm so sorry. Like, a, like genuinely, we did not know. We didn't, like we, we weren't aware. And he was like, well, there's signs everywhere. There's signs there. There's signs points to all where all the signs are. And I, I legit like turned around. Maybe I was just too fast, but I did not see any signs. I didn't see a single one. So the whole time I'm like trying to apologize to this man. And I was like, so, you know, sometimes people just miss signs. You know, that happens all the time. And he's like, well, if there's a sign, you should fucking see it. And I texted, I texted my fiance. I was like, I'm going to hurt this bartender. I'm going to hurt this bartender. Uh, and I come back outside. She didn't even see the text messages. They just all see my face. And they're just like, something's wrong. Something, te- something is terribly wrong with Hagen right now. <laughs> he was so mad, he, his hair turned blonde. That's right. That's right. Uh, and and uh, we all looked for the signs afterwards. There were no signs. But I woke up the next morning to Andy putting no outside food or drink signs hidden around the house. Just in places you would never guess. One's behind a chair that's up against a wall. One is, like, underneath the counter. Uh, it's great. <laughs> oh, man. I, you know, it's such a strange thing to experience 
live, like to be playing live now and seeing everybody happy and just like the crowds are really enjoying it. And then you have those still, you can still feel the tension of this last year when you have an encounter like that. And it's like, oh yeah, we're like, we're wounded. Well, there's that, but it's also like the, like the flip side, which is like, you know, they had mask signs in there. I did see those. Ask me if the bartender was wearing a mask. Was the bartender wearing a mask? The bartender wasn't wearing a mask. The bartender was not, no, not wearing a mask. (laughs) So dumb. That's been a weird thing for me is that in this move, I uh, misplaced my mask. And a couple of times got caught up and was like, I have to go into this store right now without a mask on. And I feel weird. That happened to me the other day. I was just hankering for a Slurpee. And I live close enough for. Okay, or can we name it? Can we name the episode "Hangering for a Slurpee"? I just yeah, we so can because things. I already forgot the first thing we were gonna name it. Walked. I live close enough that I can walk to a Seven Eleven, but it's not so close that it's like, oh, you can just walk back and get your mask. So I got there, and then I realized, oh shit, I didn't bring a mask. And I thought, well, maybe they'll have a mask right at the door because some places have that. And I walk in. And then I realized, I'm in a gas station in Texas. Nobody in here is wearing a fucking mask. I'm vaccinated, so I, I have done my part here. It Like, truly the most responsible thing. I'm not completely, like, vilifying everything here. But, like, I, I just decided, fuck it. I'm just going to get this Slurpee, and I'm going to pay. And, yeah, it felt weird, and it didn't feel right. But it was one of those things where it's like, I am vaccinated. So, like, I theoretically have done my part here. Yeah. 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 I mean, it's, it's very strange. I, I, I walked into my gig on Saturday and I had my mask on and I noticed that, you know, I, there, it is, it is important to, I think, you know, I, I think about the statistics of like the likelihood of everyone in the room being vaccinated. It's pretty small, but I also think about the fact of we like, you know, where we live and what kind of event it is and stuff like that. So I felt pretty good and no one was wearing a mask, like except for the staff. That's the and there was only a lot time. of people there. Yeah, that's the only time that I've been like, if the staff is wearing a mask, I'm gonna, I'm gonna like do my best to remember to put my mask on, especially for that. We were, we, me and Dave were at an outdoor bar, and I was putting my mask on to go to go order a drink. He's like, "What are you doing?" I was like, "Well, they have to do it." (laughs) (laughs) I mean, you know, it's it's we're in that phase where we're getting getting used to re-entering society without wearing masks. Yeah, it's strange. It's very strange. You have that cognitive dissonance of, do I wear a mask and, and you know, try to convince people that I'm still doing my part? Or do you start worrying about, like, are they going to think I'm not vaccinated because I'm wearing a mask? Or do yeah. I take my mask off and some people might think that guy's an asshole, he's not wearing a mask. Or they might think he's vaccinated, so he's not wearing a mask. There was a per- period of whenever I first started experiencing anxiety where I had like this crutch of like, I would have my uh, headphones in my pocket, like Apple headphones. And that was like my crutch of like, hey, if shit really hits the fan and I get stupid anxious, I'm just going to listen to music because that calms me down. Music does. Um, And I've gotten away from that. I don't have headphones in my pocket all the time. But the other day I didn't have a mask on me and I knew, oh, it's back at the Airbnb or something like that. And I just was like, oh man, I feel that kind of crutch of like, oh man, I shouldn't be out here without my mask. And then I start to kind of get like 
clammy thinking like fuck what do i do that kind of thing so it there's a the psychological element that um i think a lot of people underestimate uh going back into society that like hey everyone's gonna have to deal with it like not just us it's gonna be our parents everyone and i mean and i hope i'm wrong i hope people are able to adjust without uh feeling those symptoms but i think people should also be open to them because if you suppress them that probably won't help at all yeah yeah it's it, it i'm i'm still like the line is still kind of strange to draw and and uh i think we've said this maybe at some point before on the show and you know jackson you kind of mentioned it you know about where we are but uh for those who are listening who uh live in not somewhere in texas or probably close to texas even uh i mean masks haven't been a thing here for a while People gave up on that shit oh, like a while ago, and so now, yeah. especially, it's like like especially with everything that, that that Abbott has done lately. I mean, there's there's no reason that like in, unless that the private business has decided that they're going to keep wearing masks, there's no reason you're going to see a mask. It's not it's not going to happen. You know, one other thing that uh, I wish Album were here because he's our little Punxsutawney Phil for the weather, is I guarantee you he's wearing those cargo shorts right now. Because in fucking Texas, as Dave said, it's like 100 degrees. And, you know, if you guys remember, we had to cancel an episode at the beginning of this year in February because there was a bit of a winter storm that kind of fucked over Texas. And you would think, oh, well, guys, you know, from February to June, you would have uh, at least had some you know, systematic changes in your grid and how maintenance is done on the grid, right? Oh, no, absolutely not. We just today from ERCOT, which is E-R-C-O-T, um, they gave us a little announcement saying, hey, uh, we expect uh, shortages again, and if you guys don't conserve energy, uh, we're going to have to start giving you rolling blackouts again. So it's fucking crazy in that and if you're sitting there thinking like oh well jackson you know it took uh you know you're you're expecting the whole power grid in texas to change in those few months yeah i am because somehow in those same two months or sorry a few months uh you guys also took away women's bodily autonomy and then also passed limitless carry or sorry permitless carry so like yeah what the fuck texas sucks right now yeah, yeah, we because I, I get to hang out with with Alex uh, with you Hagen, and I was like, you should move to Texas, and then immediately I was like, oh, never mind, D- don't move to Texas. Yeah, I mean, like, there's there's you know there's aspects of Texas that I like, but it has nothing to do with like who like how it's being run. <laughs> it has it has everything to do with whatever else you can think of. Uh it's it, it's super fucked and uh you know they they suggested that you uh everyone put their thermostat to 78 at the lowest. <laughs> 78 at the lowest. That's insane. Yeah. Absolutely so, insane. So I mean I mean you know consider that this week is insanely hot. And they are like they are threatening rolling blackouts. I mean, I guess seventy eight isn't as bad as you know no AC, but at the same time, it's like, you know, we have our own fucking grid in Texas because they don't want to like trust the fucking government and like work with them. It's it's so fucking stupid. Like they don't want to lose the money too. 
Well, and and the other thing is that like they are they are the amount of money they're taking from cities and 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 counties uh, within Texas during these moments is insane. I don't I can't remember if we talked about it uh, when it happened uh, in February, but for the February one, the amount of money that the city of Denton spent in one week was more than they spent all of last year on energy, and same with the year before. It's, it's it's an absolutely insane. So like a lot of cities and counties have are, are going to sue ERCOT, um, but at this point it's like I mean we, we we need a grid. We just need a grid. Like we we need we need this to work. I mean we've had hotter summers. We have had hotter weeks. What is going on? So I haven't looked or I haven't read completely up on this because it did just happen before we started recording. But from what I've seen is we have been able the grid in texas has been able to handle a load like this before but what has happened is that they had scheduled maintenance on these generators and they didn't take into account oh we shouldn't have too many down at once because we're going into june it's starting to get hot and so what they've they've shot themselves in the foot because I think you're right. I, I we are at a, like a record high of demand for June. But that being said, it feels like another human error. But unfortunately, we're not just talking about oh people are being inconvenienced by being hot or cold in their house. We're talking about people died because of this in February, and it's the same thing in the heat. So yeah, I mean we're we're talking about we're talking about people like dying. We're talking about people's houses falling apart and breaking. Um, I mean, I know someone personally very close to me whose house is still not fixed. Uh, and it's like, this, this is all on the state of Texas. And if anyone says it's not, then like, I mean, I don't, then I guess, I guess you, I guess you should stay here. I guess you love this place that much. I don't know. (laughs) I guess Greg Abbott is up for real or up for election re-election in 2022. So one year. So please go vote. Uh, it's a bummer that we may have to vote for Matthew McConaughey, but hell, it's better than that <laughs> motherfucker who's in there now. <laughs> you know, you know what's cool about about Greg Abbott is that no one likes him. Republicans don't like him. Democrats don't like him. It's great because every time he like does something uh, to you know to maybe say okay you know no more masks like he's been do- like he's been doing recently. All of like the hard right wing Republicans are like, oh, you're just trying to make up for the mistakes you made before when you made us wear masks. You it's fucked like, up, buddy, and now I've got a gun. Yeah, because you because you you let me carry a gun without doing anything beforehand. <laughs> oh, it's oh so sorry, stressful. it's it's crazy. Did we say we're not going to talk about music today? Did we say that? <laughs> oh yeah, we're a music podcast. <laughs> no, we just rolled into it. But hey, l- let me uh, a little levity here. I'll throw in a little, sprinkle in a little story of my weekend. So Brack and I worked, uh, we got about three songs mixed a day. After the first day of mixing, I go back to the Airbnb, I relax, I go around Oklahoma, blah, 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 a different story. I come back the next day, and Brack, in his swivel chair in his studio, turns around and looks at me and goes, hey, man, I need you to listen to this song, Blind Spots. I know we finished it last night, but I got really high and kept mixing it. And he was smiling the whole time. He said, I hope you like it. Please let me know if you notice anything. And then he played it, and I laughed really hard and was like, Brack, that's so unprofessional, as a joke. And he said, I know, but to be honest, that's one of my favorite things to do. 
I just let the song, we finish it because when you're mixing, you're so focused on everything and you're hyper attentive. And then he says, then you just go get really high and then you come back and just feel it. And he showed it to me and it sounded great. So good shit. Yeah. Did you listen to, did you listen to the mixes yet, Hagen? No, I didn't yet. You want to know, I was going to say, you want to know what I did today? What? So uh, I laid in bed for a long time because today's Mondays are my Mondays are my days off. I don't have to. Generally, I don't have any rehearsals. I de- I definitely don't teach, and if I have a gig on a Monday, something's wrong. Um, so I I laid in bed for too long, and then I got up and I decided to take care of a couple things I need to take care of around the house. One of them is uh, power washing our side patio and side yard. Now, this is important because that's where our doggies go pee-pee and poo-poo, and it's disgusting outside. It's absolutely disgusting out there. And so we uh, we got a power washer, and so I, I, I fucking did it, and it was exhausting, but it was so much fun. Now, here's the next thing I did. Do you guys, do you guys have any questions or comments about the power wash before I move on? <laughs> yeah, Brack would be so proud of your composting that you're doing over there. <laughs> oh my god okay so the next the next thing i did uh that was that was a a more interesting thing uh and this is i I guess i'll i guess i'll do a content warning uh because uh uh uh, uh, dead animal um so we have rats and mice that have been in our house on and off for a long time and i've had to deal with them a lot and i've been in situations that have made me not comfortable because i don't like to uh hurt animals but it's like we have to put traps out there's not really something yes jackson i'm sorry that i took away the only little crusader that was helping you with that i know yeah i miss Kier so bad only thing that took care of the, the mice in an efficient way because these traps don't do shit except for just randomly sometimes they do um so uh last night i passed out on the couch like earlier in the evening i was watching something and i woke up to some like weird sound and i wasn't sure what it was and then i went back to sleep and so then I wake up this morning and I'm, I'm out in the kitchen and uh, I'm like, I look over and I see a little rat tail coming out from behind the stove. I was like, oh, shit. Is that what I heard? So then when I finally got the fucking nerve to go take care of this dead rat behind the stove, I, I, I thought it like was I looked I looked down. It looked like it wasn't in the trap anymore, which confused me. But I was like, cool, we can, I guess, save the trap. Uh get down there and I I have to pull it out from the tail and it's, it's like just, it's so scrunched in the trap and it was just like, Oh God. Oh, that's so gross. And the whole time I'm doing it, my fiance Kara's like, Oh, there's so much gross shit back there. I'm like, thanks. That's so helpful. (laughs) (laughs) That's a very Kara way to handle things. Yeah, we uh, we put traps in our garage, and my wife said she saw a gecko like get stuck into it, and then it was just like flailing around, and oh. it was really sad. Yeah, Jesus Christ, guys! So today at work, I uh, <laughs> I walked at the calculator store. I was walking, and I was really busy because I took time off to go mix this album, and you know I was playing catch up today, and you know I had my whole day regimented. And then I am walking and something stops me in my tracks because in the middle of this area where this should not be, I'm having a staring contest with a squirrel who's just like, dude, where the fuck am I? Can you please help me? And I'm just staring. I'm like, look, man, I don't want you to die. You got to get out of here. 
Like, I, you got to get out of here. And he was by a piece of equipment that I was like, it wouldn't be the worst if he got into that. But uh, I was like, if he gets to electrical equipment, we're fucked. Because that's, you hear stories about that all the time, that a rogue squirrel or a rogue snake ends up, uh, you know, pulling down like the whole power to half a block or something like that. So then, of course, I'm trying to corral this squirrel to get out. And in the meantime, I had called someone to help me like, hey, you got to get a net. We got to get this squirrel. And then, of course, as I'm about to get this squirrel out, the squirrel turns around and runs away and runs straight to an electrical room. And I have all these pictures of this squirrel sitting under a transformer just staring at me like, dude, what the fuck? So that that was my day. It completely stopped me in my tracks. Wow. God. Wow. It's so hot that the animals don't know what to do, and we're just no. interacting with them. You know, it's weird to to be in this phase, because if anyone who listens to this show actually listens to Moniker, we've got like seven songs mixed. Is it seven? Yeah, we have six songs that are mixed. And one thing that I think you're about to allude to this, Dave, is I talked to Brack about it and he said when did we start these and I said in Denton and we talked through it and he said oh shit this is a pandemic album and I said unfortunately it is I uh, did not intend for that early March of 2020 right is when we I think yeah I think it was yeah. March or February right it was it was March and and there's there's footage because Robbie was there there's footage of us making jokes about COVID Oh my god! <laughs> I, I was talking. So it started in March. We recorded the drums and bass in Denton, and I remember that session. I think things were getting really bad in China, and I'm sure it was already in the U.S., but we didn't quite know. And there was this like feeling in that in those like if we ever see that footage, I don't think I'll ever release it because it <laughs> it. I remember that. I remember it feeling off. Hagen, I'm sorry to call you out, but I think you were hungover, and I chalked it up at the time to like, oh, Hagen was hungover. And- stop, stop, stop it, stop it. Me and Dave were both hungover, all right? Yeah, we I were very hungover. Because Hagen, Hagen quit his job, and then we, <laughs> we got drunk about it. No, 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 no. That's not what it was. We were out for a thing at my old job. We were we were out for a thing at, 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 after the job. Like I quit the job, and then I went and did a thing of, with the old job, and then we were drinking about that. Right, right, right. <laughs> so, yeah, totally unaware that. We, no, we knew we had a session. We knew full well. Yeah. It's just like we're just gonna be hungover for the session. But the the thing I was gonna say is like this is it's so weird to have sat with these songs for so long, and now to hear the mixes, um, it's a it's a really interesting thing that. I hope everybody gets to experience if even if you're not a musician, get a song recorded because you have to make a lot of these decisions and you know, wondering should the clave be turned down? The answer is yes. <laughs> the clave needs to be turned down. But it gives it a new vibe to the song, doesn't it? We were It does, it absolutely does. But it's weird to see them grow, you know, and into new things and Brack is so good at what he does. Yeah. Yeah. I, it was that this whole I the big reason why I wanted to get to finish that timeline, we did those basic tracking in Denton. And then I had my guitar and vocals ready to record. Like we had a date the next week and the day before I was supposed to drive to Denton to finish them. uh, They announced the lockdown that no one was supposed to leave their house. And I called Brack and I was like, I'm sure I'm not going to get stopped by cops or anything, but 
I don't know if we should do this. And he said, I totally get it. Let's just finish it in Oklahoma uh, once I, I move back in or once everything settles down. And then, you know, here we are uh, basically over a year later, just now finishing them. And I have felt such guilt. I don't sit on stuff like this. I just don't. And I don't know if you guys have ever had this, but like I wanted to finish those songs, but we didn't finish them, not because we chose not to, but because the world was like, hey, everybody's got to stop. And I understand like people had it way worse than me. So what I'm complaining about is so inconsequential. But I started experiencing this really extreme guilt about it because like I started working, I'm like maybe like three fourths of the way done writing an album that is completely unrelated to these songs. And I knew that the songs that I'm writing right now had nothing to do with these because I have this whole concept in mind. And I basically was like, well, I can't start recording these. I can't assemble everything until I'm finished with those. So like getting them to a point where like right now we're just tweaking everything. Like I can't tell you like the relief that I have that like we're at a point where we're going to be able to release these in whatever state. Yeah, we just we started because I had been sending you some bass tracks too for like new new stuff, and then we went and did another session at um the the Cove. Is that what it's called? The Cove. The yes. Cove. Yeah, we did another session there and got two more songs done. And I didn't realize I I kind of forgot how dark all of these songs are. It's interesting because we had we recorded five songs with Brack, and then we did two songs with Owen at the Cove, uh, where I think only one of those is going to end up with these other five songs. But I was listening back to the the mixes and talking with Brack, and I was like, I think this is, and this is one of the things that I've gotten from people who know me is that like every time we're about to release something, somebody is uh, my friends and family are saying like this is the best stuff moniker has done and that I'm really thankful for that. And that kept happening with this is that like Brack and my partner, the only people that I'm aware of who have listened to the mixes were saying like, this is the best stuff you guys have done and it feels really good. And the thing, like I'm not going to shy away whenever we actually do release this stuff of calling it a pandemic album. Cause it technically is, but what I was writing about was not like, it doesn't have to do. I mean, there's a song that's called things have changed, which kind of sucks at this point. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Or that was released. We, we did the live take of that uh, from home version during the pandemic. That was the first one we did, but that's an old song. We worked on those five songs, the three of us in a room together. Like that's how old they are. So <laughs> it was recorded during at the beginning and at the end of the pandemic. Well, you know, the end we get it. in in as much as we could be safe. <laughs> when we did the second session, we were all wearing masks. Yeah. And also we hadn't had a chance to like practice together. The second session, those two songs, uh, we had never practiced together. We just were like, hey, we talked over text of like, hey, I think we should uh, change this and blah, blah, blah. But other than that, it was completely like you guys came in and just nailed it. And, you know, obviously I had way more time like with the song because i was you know starting them from scratch yeah i'm sad that 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 uh slow life might not make the cut no so here's the thing is it's going to be finished but we were looking at the songs and i was like i don't think this song fits 
Like, I think this should be a single or something like that and just be completely unrelated because it's different. And also, that song is definitely about the pandemic. That one is 100% about the (laughs) pandemic. What's going to be cool is that somehow we'll still have had a release last year and this year and what looks like next year. Yeah, that's what kills me is like we at one point were planning on releasing three EPs in 2019 no 2020 and then obviously that got shut down pretty quick and i now looking at what i'm writing and what we are finishing recording i think we totally could have done it and i'm fucking pissed that like that was taken from me and once again like such trivial things to complain about in the grand scheme of things but hey we're talking yeah we released our uh uh, imaginary friend ep and then the fucking world shut down (laughs) Hey, hey Yeah, we didn't even get to play a release show. Yeah. Well, do you guys want to talk about what we're listening to, or is anybody else uh, wanting to talk about uh, how tired they are or ask me questions about my Airbnb? How was your Airbnb? (laughs) It was totally fine, but I had like a really, really bad day at work uh, right before I drove to Oklahoma City, which is a a three-and-a-half-hour drive. Not a bad drive, but after a very long day at work, being out in the hot sun... It killed me. Um, so I packed up really quick when I got home to leave, and I completely forgot my suitcase. Luckily, oh, I had no. my toothbrush and everything, but I knew, shit, I got to go to like a Target tomorrow, all that kind of stuff. So I get to the place, and I had been sweating all day, and I was like, I'm going to take a shower. I know I don't have any of my stuff, but I'll just kind of like brush through my hair with my fingers, just try and feel a little better. And luckily... There was some soap in there so I could wash my body. But get this. It was a four-in-one soap. It was a shampoo, conditioner, face oh, wash, and body wash. And then nice. it was a it was like a house owned by a guy, so I was renting a room. And I bumped into the guy, Carl, super nice guy. But as soon as I saw him, I was like, this guy's a bro. I completely get it now. He had an, <laughs> a massive uh, selection of protein powder, but he had a oh. four-in-one. <laughs> In his shower. <laughs> and you can change your oil in your car with it. <laughs> in the description of the Airbnb, it said, hey, Carl lives in this house. You're renting a room. But if you want, if Carl's available, he's more than happy to show you around Oklahoma City. And I was like, you know what? I appreciate that, but I'm good, Carl. <laughs> Carl just wants friends. What a good way to make friends. Yeah. Hey, Carl, do you mind taking me, a stranger, to the Oklahoma City uh, bombing memorial? Would that be fun for you, Carl? <laughs> did you go? Did you go there? Did you go there? I did. It, it was a really nice experience. It was really, it's a beautiful thing. I mean, they had it, it really set up nicely, and it's very somber. So, yeah, I, I did enjoy that. And then, to end this, my trip on a bit of levity, there's another little monument that Oklahoma City has Oklahoma City is um, abbreviated OKC and they have this little monument that the city planners put up that is just OKC all around like the letters OKC jumbled up everywhere and guess what you can spell with OKC over and over again cock oh my god that's so funny it's in this like it's a circular you can look it up uh, and apparently what locals call it is the cock ring because 
And get this, uh, Oklahoma is a red state. So I was just sitting there thinking, okay, you know, all these commissioners and whatnot are like super conservative and like nobody, I guarantee you, none of them brought it up because they're like, well, I don't want them to think I'm gay. Oh, that's so funny. That's like the UNT mug that uh, yeah. they put U- UNT on the mug and then the handle of the mug looked like a C. It's the C. Yeah. I used to tell people I was going to the Central University of North Texas and no one ever got it. <laughs> yeah, that's good. That's very, that's very, very good. I'm so happy your Airbnb experience was nice, Jackson. That's very, that's very nice. Uh, un- unfortunate that you didn't become BFFs with Carl, but uh, I mean, it, you know, like like we said, he's trying to make friends, and that's why we did the podcast to begin in, in the beginning was just to, we didn't have enough friends. We wanted we wanted some more friends, so mm-hmm. and it, and it didn't work. But uh, no, it didn't. I don't think Daniel Hart liked us. Well. <laughs> I mean, it's probably because I wasn't there. That's probably why. It probably would have made a world of difference if if, if he saw this face uh, on the just just not talking on another on another square in front of him. <laughs> <laughs> I think he had a good time. All right, what are we listening to, guys? Oh shit! Uh, I'm still listening to just Royal Blood and um, Nathaniel Rateliff. They're two newest releases. So uh, I uh, I can't remember if I mentioned Spirit Box put out, put out a new single called Secret Garden. It's really good, but they announced a full length, which I'm really excited about. Uh, and tangentially, I'm going to stop what I'm listening to here and and ask Jackson if he's if he's going to be on the SS Neverender because that lineup is for you, baby. That lineup is just for you, baby. Absolutely not. They announced that so long ago, and I as soon as I, I told. Everyone I knew who would get me that as a gift. Hey, I know this probably sounds like I'm telling you I don't want to go on this cruise because I don't want you to pay too much money on a gift for me, but I genuinely do not want to go on this. This sounds like a fucking nightmare to me to be stuck on a fucking cruise ship with Coheed fans all fucking week. I cannot, cannot do that. And um, they, so what's really funny, it was planned for last year, but of course it's, didn't happen because cruises are a fucking nightmare in a regular world but even worse during a pandemic they're just petri dishes and so they announced it and then it got postponed and then when they said okay it's actually going to happen october of 21 they said but you have to be fully vaccinated and guess what coheed has some dumbass fans sometimes and so they, they sent out an email to their email list today saying like, oh, we're shaking things up. We got Andrew WK added to the lineup. And guess what? We're, le- we're releasing a few extra rooms. I was like, y'all aren't releasing shit. You just have some shithead fans, apparently. Yeah. Yeah, I right. saw I saw the Andrew WK, and I was like, oh, man, Coheed, Taking Back Sunday, Andrew WK, thank you, scientist. I mean, this is like, I mean, Jackson's got to be there, right? What else is he going to do? I'd go to to a festival like that, but I will not go on a fucking cruise ship for that. Right, right. (laughs) It's just very funny. Um, So, uh, Spirit Box, new single, Secret Garden. Um, I did listen to the Olivia Rodrigo album, Sour, because I'm trying to feel younger. It's wonderful. It's a great album. Um, It's amazing. Yeah, it's it's, it's really good. I, I like I understand anyone's complaint about good for you, Dave. We talked about it. it sounds like misery business, but it does. Yeah, it's fine. Um, and then uh, 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 am I allowed to do a podcast suggestion? Am I allowed to do that on here? I mean, we've all done it. 
Great. Uh, so uh, I recently have become obsessed with uh, an old YouTube channel that is no longer active, but they still do a podcast called uh, Sugar Pine 7, and the podcast is called Beyond the Pine. Uh, it is totally not total nonsense, just like three now two best friends just like talking and saying the dumbest shit about anything ever. What? I feel like I just got cut off from like the three best friends. I feel like he's just no, explaining what? what's happening right now. Oh, well, I mean, that, that sounds like an issue that's more happening inside of your brain than <laughs> what's really happening. Ooh. I'm it's more lighting. Nice. It's, <laughs> <laughs> it's more, it's more of what it's more of the, the sugar pine seven was three people. And then one of them who's still friends with them was like, okay, well, I don't want to do the podcast anymore. Um, but anyway, so, uh, yeah, really funny podcast. Uh, you can pick any episode, and good chance you'll laugh the entire way. Um, it's it, they, there's there's not like any you know crazy deep topics. They're just funny people talking. I've been listening to so much stuff, and most of it is the moniker mixes. But what I on my way home, uh, as you do whenever you hang out with somebody in a music uh, musical sense. All you do is recommend to each other new music they need to check out. So I had some homework on my drive home from Brack, and my favorite of the albums he gave me to listen to was And the Glass Handed Kites by Mew, M-E-W, which uh, that's a band I've been recommended so many times. They're this basically a prog rock Danish group, and I was like, basically I brought a baritone guitar to the studio to finish stuff up, and... Brack was like, oh, you need to check out Mew because like they use so much baritone guitars and the riffs are amazing. And I would agree. This this band is incredible. Came out in 2005 and it's just just an amazing prog album. Some of the best prog music was coming out around them. Colors, uh, the fucking Good Apollo album by Coheed that has way too long of a name and apparently this album by Mew. So not Muse. I'm not talking about Muse. <laughs> very different i had to articulate that because i was worried people were going to think i was talking about Mew. but that's I, i've been listening to a fuck ton of stuff but uh that you're listening to Mew, Mew, ew Mew, right that's why you, you, you're practicing that earlier just in the mirror just Mew, Mew. <laughs> is that that's actually what the goat toes sound like Oh. Spoiler alert for anyone who's going to listen to the moniker uh, thing we're releasing. Yeah. Hagen, <laughs> <laughs> do you have anything you want to say about that? Uh, those songs? I feel like oh. Dave and I talked a lot about them. I want to Man. give you the Florida shit talk them or whatever. I haven't listened to the mixes yet. And what I'll say is that... Um, I I I was unhappy with sounds that were gotten in the in the initial recordings, and that is no one's fault but my own. Um, I, I I will not. And it's play. not because we were hungover. It's not because we were hungover. No no no. I, I I played great that day. I don't I don't I don't need to be you know not hungover to play great. I played great. I did take a really loud nap after I was done though. Yeah, uh, we were reamping the bass tracks. You gotta, I think I have a video of that because where he was taking an, a nap was like segmented by a bookshelf 
between that and the mixing console. And I have like this really like video of the really loud bass amp. And then I just turn and Hagen's sitting there snoring on a couch. <laughs> yeah. Because at one point is like, is the amp cracking up? It's like, no, that's just Hagen no. snoring. <laughs> yeah. So uh, I, I, those recordings were hard for me because every time I went back and listened, I was like, uh, I, you know, I wish this sounded this way, but um, I think that something that uh, I've probably said this uh, something along these lines a bunch on this podcast before, but uh, something that I really feel passionately about is like when you're recording something or when you're listening back to stuff you've done, the best thing for you is try to just let go. Um, try to just remember that like, you know, if everyone else thinks it's good, then you need to get the fuck out of your own head. And uh, it, it's not like 9.9 times out of 10, a recording is not about you. Uh, a song is not about just one. So uh, I, every time I listened to it, I had to just get in that mindset, which made it harder to listen to it. <laughs> so it's like I'm more focused on not being focused. Um, so whenever I did get to like get in the right mindset and listen, I loved the songs. Um, and I'm really excited to hear the mixes because Brack is just, I mean, just always does the best work. Uh, I've gone to Brack for almost everything I've I've had control over. So. Yeah, I'm 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 excited. I'm excited. Uh, I think uh, slow life would be uh, not fitting slow, like not because of content, but because of the the music. I think that the musical yeah. content is like it feels like if we could have gone back in time, we could have put it on imaginary friend. Right, that it would yes. it would have fit really well there. There are two songs, and one of them slow life, and I won't mention the other for fear of turning someone off of it prematurely but there are two songs of these seven songs that i was like this is old moniker and not that old moniker is bad but that's not how i write anymore and that's not how i'm ever gonna write again so it felt weird them being (laughs) part of these songs but working with brack i think the goat toes fixed it for me (laughs) You talk about Goto's song could have fit on Imaginary Friend? No, I think that could have fit on like uh, our LP, the uh, Stalemate. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, for sure. But you, you guys just got insight of what it's like to be in a moniker band meeting. That's so it. You're welcome. If you hated it, so did we. Don't worry, baby. <laughs> <laughs> Do you guys want to send us out of here? Yeah, do 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 we want to do the um, thing we talked about earlier, real quick? Oh yes. Um, so it does. Uh, unfortunately, we do have some sad news. Um, we do have a a friend of the show, friend from Denton, just all around amazing guy. Uh, sadly, Gerald Holt. If you don't know him, was the drummer for a lot of bands, but on the show specifically, he came on to discuss uh, his band Fun Button. He passed away. Um, a few weeks ago and just wanted to mention, you know, if you don't already know him, he was just one of the best guys. And I'm not, you know, saying like this to plug the show, but we have a show uh, episode with him. So if we have any friends who listen to this show and weren't aware of that and knew Gerald, hopefully that can, you know, bring a little bit of peace and just be a little bit of light in there. But all in all, amazing guy. One of the most energetic drummers I've ever seen. And it's just very sad. Um, I could go on all day about it. Him and I bonded over Coheed. Uh, and 
is just a great guy that we've all lost. And unfortunately, uh, you know, everyone in the Denton seat definitely feels it. So yeah. Rest Condolences peace, to his family too. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, 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 I don't have much to add except for, I just wanted, um, I mean, it's, it's kind of silly, uh, but every note that I've played this entire month has been dedicated to Gerald and uh, another friend of uh, of mine uh, named Fred Garza who passed away, a uh, close friend to a lot of other friends of the show. Um, and, uh, you know, every, every note that I've played, everything related to music, everything that I've done in this past month has been um, dedicated to those people. I would like to, it's kind of a silly thing, this episode, but just, just dedicate whatever we can to the, to, to, to our loved ones. Um, yeah. And, uh, yeah, just amazing people and, and, and rest in peace. Um, yeah. Yeah. Thank you, Fred, for the good times. And thank you, Gerald, for all the music. So yeah. with that, we, uh, really appreciate it. And I'm not going to say, fuck off, get me a towel. <laughs> Uh, well, I'll, I'll just, I'll just, I'll just say, uh, you know, um, obviously this, this, the normal stuff, if you're not already just follow, subscribe, all that sort of stuff. But, uh, more importantly, uh, if you have, uh, you know, cherish all of the, all of your loved ones, um, sp- spend time with everyone. Um, I think that obviously the last year we are now in this mode where we, we, we can spend time with loved ones again, which is beautiful but still just, just cherish every moment that, that we can have. Um, and, uh, if you think about reaching out to someone because they are just pop into your mind, do it. Yeah. Reach out to them. And instead of, instead of, uh, uh, fuck off, I'll just say, I love all of you. We love all of you. Get me a towel. That works. (laughs) We nailed it. (laughs) Yeah. I love you guys.